welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast. Spiritual musings, sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy. And I'm Laura. Hi, Tracy. It's Sunday morning for us when we're recording and it has yep. been a very funny start. Already. Yeah, we've had to take three, take four. I think we're on take five. <laughs> we keep just being funny. <sighs> anyway, we're going to stay on topic mm-hmm. and we're going to get to a couple of listener questions and stories that have been written in. So thank you. Keep them coming. Yeah. I love getting those emails. The best. So cool. Yeah, and right now it's driving this very episode. It is. And it has done last episode too, I think, so thank you. Yeah. We even got a lovely reply from Miss Texas about how she was, um, you know, just chilling out about to listen to her favourite podcast, that's us. And she goes, oh, my God, and then I heard my letter read out. (laughs) And she sat up straight in bed. Like She laid down to go to bed to listen and she heard her name and she's like, oh, sit up, that's me. (laughs) I'm Miss Texas. (laughs) So thanks, Miss Texas. You're awesome. Yeah. Glad to hear back from you. Glad you're hanging in there with the horrible storm. Yeah. And, and it everything was else. lovely to hear. Not lovely, but it was um, great for me doing what I do and who I am to hear that she um, found some um, resonance with the anger. Yes. and yep. that What you were saying, everything landed. Yeah. Yep. And that it allowed things to wake up and move for her. Yep. And to that, that, I was really thankful that, that that did that for her. Yeah. All the way over there in Texas. That's what we're here for. How yeah. cool is that? It's very cool. Yay. Yay. Cool. So, well, on to some more letters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first one is from Yvette. And that I've is named you. Yvette is Texas, isn't she? No. Nope. Different. Different name. Okay. <laughs> it's true. Just go with me on this. <laughs> I trust you. Hi, Tracy and Laura. I'm absolutely loving your podcast. I'm learning so much and gaining so much insight for my spiritual journey. So a big thank you for providing this guidance. I have a question. I'm going through some intense spiritual growth and I'm experiencing some very full on symptoms that, well, seem to be of a spiritual change and growth physically that are hitting me hard and was wondering what symptoms are common. Some of the symptoms I am experiencing are dizziness, vertigo, vision issues, chronic fatigue and certain food intolerance and ringing in the ears. Is any of this sounding familiar? (laughs) These symptoms tend to tie in when I have big spiritual experiences after meditation, which leads me to believe it's spirit. I have always been a very spiritual person since I was little, but have had a big awakening recently, and I'm curious about what the body can experience during this. And at what point does it settle? Love and light, Yvette. Thanks, Yvette. Yes, that's a good one. It is a good one, and... uh... Not uncommon. Very common. Very, 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 very common. And they're all symptoms of um, consciousness raising, vibration raising. That's what it feels like. So uh, as a medium, um, so, okay, here's a bit of of physics and science for you. Sure. So most people walk around in an alpha state or a beta state of brainwaves. Yep. And... 
Um, that's pretty standard. And then for a psychic, we, and for anyone who practices um, meditation or anything where you're quietening your mind and you're moving inward to your, that inner consciousness, you get to the theta state. And it basically just means that your brain waves slow down. And for really good psychics, they get to the very top of that theta. They can go really slow and they can receive really amazing psychic impressions. And then for mediums, we're usually sitting at the delta, which is like the, the slowest that it can go. Um, now, between those brainwave um, slowings uh, is physical symptoms that occur because our brain is slowing down. So clearly our physical body is going to have There's some kind of, yeah. correct. There's some effect. kind of anatomical and physiological effect that occurs when your brain is changing. So that's what's happening. That's what that is. So what we see it as in our conscious human ego mind is ringing in the ears and it's like, oh, what is that? Or tingling or um, head spins or vertigo. Um, sometimes we get like tingling in our lips or I know for me, I find sometimes that um, I get this weird sensation in my throat uh, and I think that that's probably more because um, the voice, like I'm not speaking my voice anymore. And I think that's what that is. But you can get that. You can get cold hands and feet. Um, you can lose the, which happens to me quite often, you can lose the uh, conscious awareness that you need to go to the bathroom or that you are thirsty or that you are hot or cold. So you kind of lose a lot of that human awareness of time now, like the present your body or that you're inhabiting. So that's at the the sort of the end extreme end of it. But things like ringing in the ear is usually your clear audience is starting to kick in and heighten. Um, and it's also certain realms that are able to speak to you uh, clearer through the ringing in the ears. So the angelic realms tend to speak through the clear audience and the ringing in the ears. Um, and so do... Um, so do some of the ascended masters. They sort of come through there as well. So quite often, like I don't know if a vet's doing certain practices or working with certain realms like angels or ascended masters or gods or whatever, um, but quite often that's the way they let you know that they're there, that they're kind of validating what you're doing as well. Um, but it is essentially just the frequencies. You're, you're now open to the frequencies because your brain is slowing down. So what Yvette's probably doing is existing more so in the theta. And so she's experiencing the symptoms of theta brainwave activity. Um, and it's really cool. Uh, but the vertigo can be quite frustrating. Obviously, vertigo is. And it doesn't always mean that it's a spiritual awakening involved because definitely I've had vertigo and it had nothing to do with spiritual awakening. It was just a really bad case of vertigo. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I um, suppose that's an interesting point that you um, bring up is that it could all be this, but definitely get checked out via the yeah, of course. usual channels. If anything else is <laughs> your phone just threw itself <laughs> <laughs> Literally my bench. throat, that thump was that literally was thump. Yep. spirit just going, you idiot, that wasn't vertigo, that was vertigo, that was us. <laughs> How funny. Um, random, not yeah. random, but anyway, um, yeah, so you can have all of these symptoms and it be something medical. So, yeah, obviously we don't want to miss that out. Uh, but That's the important way, but that's yeah, not done. what we're here, <laughs> no, 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 we're here yeah. to chat about obviously. this shit. <laughs> um, 
But some people can get themselves into a bit of trouble with that. But anyway. Yes. So the ringing in the ears usually tends to ramp up when uh, the angelic realms or the realms that are there are wanting to speak to you. So a really great way with the ringing in the ears is to try and log down what at what time during the day it happens and then look back after a week or a month or whatever and see if there is a pattern to when the ringing in the ears occurs. Is it first thing in the morning when you wake up? Is it when you're going to bed at night? Is it randomly during the day? Is it in certain locations? Because there will likely be a pattern, especially with the ringing in the ears. Um, And to be honest, it's usually a environmental thing. So it's usually where you are that that you'll see the pattern with. You might not, but that's what I see to be the pattern generally. Good tip. Yeah. Um, and so that's an energetic thing. So it's basically wherever you are at your new frequency, uh, wherever you are obviously must have a higher frequency as well, which then allows that to occur. To come through. Yeah. I have a question about, um, I remember hearing someone mention there's a left ear or a right uh-huh. ear discrepancy. Yes. Can you talk to me a bit about that? Because yes. there is a difference, isn't there? There is. Go on. Yep. So uh, our left ear... Uh, is believed to be the human ear. So if you hear through the left ear, it's human. So it's, um, let me explain it the other way around. So if you hear, if you hear through the right ear, or if you experience something in the right ear, that's spirit. And if you hear through the left, it's not spirit, it's earthly. So how's the best way to explain this? So for me, usually I'll just explain it from my perspective. From my experience, um, I will have my right ear burn if I'm not listening to spiritual guidance or if the client's not listening to spiritual guidance. If my left ear burns, then there are humans telling me something or the client something and I'm not listening. Either way, spirit's speaking through the client or speaking through the humans anyway, but the information is coming directly from the mouth of babes, like from the mouth of someone. So it could be that your lawyer is giving you advice or your doctor is giving advice or your friends and family are giving you advice and you're not taking it. But the advice is there. The information is there. You're not taking it. If it's the right ear, then it's um, direct. Yeah, it's direct, not through the mouths of babes. It's through straight from spirit, straight through to you. So um, for me... Just like um, when I work with mediumship, all spirits come through on my right side. If I hear voices on my left side, um, they're they're not welcome most of the time unless sometimes I'll pay them attention just depending on what else they're doing. But the left ear for me is, um, is uninvited energy as well. So depending on who's listening and what they're, if you're just a normal person, <laughs> yeah. normal person in rabbit ears, we've been doing lots of those lately. Um, more like me rather than more like, like you. <laughs> correct. Yeah. So over on that side <laughs> on the mic, <laughs> normal person. Um, That's the nicest way you've ever described <laughs> me. <laughs> I just, what? I'm joking. Um, yeah. So you would have um, left ear would be people. Yeah. Right ear would be your guide speaking to you. For me, when I'm working, it is left ear is let's not talk to those spirits. Yeah, right. They're the naughty ones. They're not following my rules and they're not going through my bounces. Exactly. 
they're, they're not in the li- they're not on the list. Their names are not on the door. They're rascals. Yeah, and they're usually not. They're usually just because my lights on. They're there, yep. um, and it really doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And if they happen to then engage with my body, so if they start to use my physical body to share message, that's when I will engage with them for a little bit because obviously they're using a ton of energy to do that. And so there, there has, in my mind, there has to be a reason for them wanting to get whatever it is across. And nine times out of 10, um, it's legit when I do that. If, so if, why haven't they just come through the correct doors so well, to speak if- sometimes sometimes mm. it can be that the person sitting in front of me has put up this energetic barrier to that person oh, and so they may not, not know necessarily it yours correct oh gotcha um and sometimes it can be so this is a this is an interesting one um and it doesn't happen that often but when it happens i find it very interesting um when people have been adopted so if you're my client sitting in front and you're adopted um sometimes the biological family will come through on the left because they have this sense of either the person in front of me doesn't know that they were adopted or they never acknowledge that they were adopted or they have a fear up against that, that they're adopted. So all of those energies, whether it's one or all three of them or two of them or whatever, is enough for that spirit to be put on my left side. To not be. Yeah. Correct. Sure. I understand that a bit better now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the left and the right side, that's what they're talking about. Um, so left is classically just thought of as more human and the right is spirit. And then as a medium, left is not invited, right is invited. So cool. And then there's masculine feminine. So the right side is the father's side and the left side is the mother's side. For most mediums or most psychics, for me, it's not. For me, they're all on my right side, but they just tell me if they're mum or dads. And that's your rules? That's how That's you... not rules. It's just how it's always that's been for me. For yeah. Wow. Even when I was going through sitting in circle that I did for so many years, everyone else would just always, and my mentor would always just say, your right side is the father's side and the left side is the mother's side. And I would just always have it always on my right side. And they would just tell me. So, I mean, I don't know whether other people just go with the flow and also experience what I experience, just don't say anything. But, I mean, it's not uncommon for me to have it differently to everybody else with my whole fucking life. But anyway. In your experience, (laughs) you're a little bit different. In my experience, I am the different one. (laughs) That's cool. Um, And then the other part, um, where does she mention? Oh, the certain food intolerances. Absolutely. Sorry, that was really loud. Sorry. Just <laughs> burst your ear holes. Um, yeah, so that happened to me and still does happen to me. And sometimes it can actually be like a daily thing, which is so annoying. Um, but this is this comes down to uh, vibration. So um, if you have done the boot camp, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. But everything vibrates. Everything's just energy. So as your frequency rises, as your consciousness rises, your whole entire physiology or anatomy, everything raises. You're not vibrating as low as what you were before. And if food, if everything vibrates, food vibrates too. So um, if you're vibrating low, then you're likely to attract things like, um, like bad carbs, um, 
alcohol, meats, dairies, that kind of stodgy, heavy Heavy food. Um, But as you vibrate higher, you start to move away from those foods and you start to attract more um, cleaner whole foods, foods that are easily digested and processed. Um, And that's, that's the main thing. It comes down to digestion and metabolism. So as your brain is raising its consciousness, um, it's the, the function of your brain improves as well. And so the clarity of which it's able to speak to the other parts of your body that are just functioning organs and muscles, um, it can send clearer messages to it to tell it what it needs. So instead of craving sugar, I now crave energy. And in, and the energy that I crave, it's almost like I know if I need protein or I know if I need good fats or I know if I need water. Um, there's more of a clearer, um, a clearer line or um, focus on what it is I need um, simply because your brain is clearer. You just intuitively know the food that will serve you best at that point in time. Yeah, and so that's why I intuitively eat. But... That, I mean, that's top level stuff, not top level, but that's like conditioning. Like yeah. it's not easy to get to that. But yeah, I mean, my first thing that I noticed was way back when, like this was 15 years ago, 14 years ago, um, when I just started to walk around looking like I was nine months pregnant all the time and I was so embarrassed, like all the time. And that was Blue-tuned. my first, yeah, like, but badly, like badly, badly, blo- like I would just stay home because it was so embarrassing. Um, and it hurt a lot. I was very uncomfortable. And that was when I noticed that gluten was on the way out. Um, and then very quickly after that came tomatoes and eggs. Um, and then, and anything tomato, like I couldn't even have tomato on pizza base. Like it was like the, the sniff of it, talking about the word tomato was enough for me to just go, Ooh. wow. Um, And lots of drinks as well and alcohol. Like, I mean, obviously I don't, um, you know, the whole alcohol thing is a whole different topic for me, but um, I used to drink a lot. Like my drink of choice was white wine and I would drink a bottle or two a day. Um, And now I can't drink white wine. You don't drink white? No, no. Because the next day I'm physically ill. It's not a hangover. Like one glass. And the next day I am suffering physically. Um, yeah, so there's lots of, um, the, when, we, when, we lift our high, when we lift our consciousness as well and our frequency raises, what we're also doing is removing uh, low vibrational energy pockets inside of us, which is how we do energy healing. This is so complex. But um, when we're removing those pockets of energy, what we're also doing is healing. And so when we're healing emotional uh, um, attachments to that energy as well, not just physical attachments, even though we think we're physically addicted to alcohol, for example, what we're actually physically addicted to is the emotion. So when we remove the emotion through our conscious healing, um, then we remove the attachment to alcohol. And that's how I healed myself. And that's how I completely detach from alcohol and can now have a glass of red wine if I want and have zero attachment whatsoever. Yeah. It's the experience and the enjoyment, not the reason behind it. Yeah, I have yeah. no emotional attachment yeah. to alcohol. Mm. 
and and I've and my body doesn't need to call it in. It's not to, holding to, it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't need to be a band aid anymore. It doesn't need to numb it. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so yeah, the food intolerances—you um, definitely go through those. But you know, now I can have tomato. I just have to be really mindful of how often and what my energy is doing. These days, my energy is great because I work so much that it has to be. Yeah. Um, but I don't eat gluten and I don't eat lactose. Um, I can't do those like gluten, and I'm out. Yeah. So that's a very bad reaction. Um, but egg as well. Like I can have eggs now. Yeah. Um, but again, I could probably only have three a week. Yeah. Not a lot. Not a lot. Everything in moderation. Yeah. But I just, I also find that the food intolerances go away, but so does, um, your addiction to food in general or not addiction, but your, um, your attachment to food. The need for it changes. Yeah. yeah. Like I just don't – I mean I've never been a food person. Yeah. I'm not a foodie at all. Um, but I just have no interest in food. I almost just eat because I know I have to. But I don't really have an interest in food. No, that makes sense for sure. Mm. Thank you. So that's our first letter out of the way. <laughs> so I hope that helps anyway. But, yeah, they're all symptoms of awakening – and yep. higher consciousness. It is very complex, but I hope that that's kind of explained it in a in a simpler way for people to get. So if you have questions from this, I can talk so much more about it. But <laughs> of it's course gonna, you can. What a surprise. But it's going to be obviously a deeper um, topic for people to have to listen to. Yeah, but I think we've heard that type of letter a little bit now, so it's good to address it yeah. and cover it because I'm sure there's listeners out there that have gone, oh, that's what that is. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, the next letter is from our friend Nicole from the States. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Nicole. It's been a while. I know. Thanks for getting in touch. And it says, hello, I hope you're doing well and staying safe. It's so nice to hear y'all back on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say that with my accent. <laughs> it would sound much better coming from you, Nicole. Anyway, she has a question about clearing objects. So if we remember, Nicole is gifted already. Mm-hmm. I have a Nicole- coat. Nicole is the one who was house or she's had many letters stories but she was the one who was house sitting for her boss that's right yeah with the with the door lock yeah the naughty one (laughs) just just to jog everyone's memory that's right okay this time she has a coat that her grandmother gave her it used to belong to my grandfather who passed away a few years ago We were close and this coat is one he was already going to give me when I thought I was going to university somewhere cold. But then I chose a different school. Now I live somewhere cold and my grandma sent it to me. It has a really difficult energy. I've tried to clear it twice and it hasn't worked and then I forgot and then I forgot it hadn't worked. The other day I put it on to go get my laundry and it felt painful but I was like stop being a baby and I tried to wear it anyway but didn't even get to the door before I just had to take it off because it it was like a kick in the chest. And then I got a migraine, but that was probably unrelated. I can't really tell what the issue is. To me, the energy feels more like my grandma's than my grandpa's, but I'm not 100% sure. And it's not like a malicious bad vibe. It feels the same to me as the feelings I picked up when comforting my grandma after my grandpa died. It feels like the way she experiences grief. It's 
it feels sort of callous to clear that away for some reason. It's almost like that energy wants to be with the coat, but that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I want to wear this coat and I'm not quite sure why I can't clear it. I did it the same way as I'd clear myself or clear a room. Is there a specific way I should be clearing items or am I just not supposed to have the coat? Or is there something else I should be getting from this? I feel like I'm missing something obvious. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for what you do, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. That's super intriguing. It is. And there is a lot. So strap on. Mm -hmm. Let's get ready. Okay. So I'm going to answer the main question first, which is, is there a way to clear an object that's not the way she's already done it, which would be sage likely because that's how she would clear herself and her space. Sure. So she's probably saged it. She didn't specifically say, but nope. that's what I'm assuming. Okay. Now, there are many things that you can do to clear that most people just go to sage because it works. But I want to run through a few different variables or variations or different options that options. you have. Let's go. So there is with objects like coats, clothes, for example. So let's specific to clothes. Yep. One thing is make sure that you're treating the item, whatever it is, with respect. So the coat, for example, what I want Nicole to do is hang it up and stick it in a bright, airy space for a while and give it its, give it a nice coat hanger, give it its own space. But we want to make sure that we're folding clothes nicely and, and looking after them, not leaving them on the floor, not crumpling them up, not leaving in the dirty basket for too long. We really want to make sure that when there's items that have come from other people, that we give them the respect, especially that, that they deserve as if that person's wearing them because this is their energy. So if you're just throwing it on the floor or shoving it in the back of the closet, then that's what you're doing to the person essentially. Sure. Okay. So there's that. Good take. The second thing is if the if the item has pockets, you can get cloves. So get some cloves, like actually the herb buds. clove buds, yep. and put them in the pockets, just a couple. Clove is amazing for clearing negative energy. Um, and it will freshen up the coat. It'll clear any um, antibacterial, yeah, like it'll do so many different things. Yep. Um, but um, cloves is an old witchy kind of... There you go. Yeah, it's a witchy kind of tool for, for clearing items um, that have pockets. Um, so a lot of witches would, would carry clothes in their pockets. Um, you can also, um, if, if you can fold the coat uh, and lay it down, um, preferably, I mean, you can choose where you want to do this, but um, preferably somewhere that um, is clean and, you know, it, it's going to be not laying down on the dirt, obviously. Um, but what we want to do is make a circle around it with salt. So you can use sea salt or Himalayan salt, um, but you want to just make a, and, and like not just a really pissy little wheat sprinkles, <laughs> but we want it to be like a full circle of salt. Wow. Um, and you can just let it sit like that, usually under a full moon, You like you do it Outside. during or you don't have to do it outside, but usually in like during a full moon energy, you would do something like this just to help take the energy away. Um, and you could, because she knows that the coat was her grandfather's and it's tied to her grandma and there's all of that. She could absolutely just say what she wanted to say. And that would be, you know, obviously more um, aligned with what she's doing for the coat. So like if you were to get an object from Vinny's or handed down and you it obviously came from a person before, but you don't know the person, 
then obviously you wouldn't be able to direct it to your grandfather or whoever owned it. Um, but you could just say something along the lines of that it's a, a new owner now and that this coat is now going to be loved and all the rest of it. So you could say whatever you wanted to say. But under the full moon, obviously, we set our intentions to release. So there's that. Um there's also, you know, um, some mantras and things like that that you can say depending on your belief system or whatever you choose to subscribe to in terms of that. But there's some really cool, um, like I know Kundalini has like a specific mantra that they say, I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's like a mantra that they say to clear energy from objects, and but, right. spe- but okay. mostly clothes and um, saris and cloths and things like that that kind of travel through their journey, um, which is really special. Nice. Um, yeah, so there's lots of different things that you can do, especially for clothing because they're obviously different to like if you were to just get a vase from grandma yeah. or whatever. Now, there's also a thing called knocking. So um, it's literally just you just knock on an object. So obviously you're not going to knock on a coat. But if this was a different object that you were getting, like um, a jewelry box or a frame or a vase or teacups or something that you get passed down, um, you can literally just take each piece and knock on them. And you're literally just knocking the energy out. So you're just sending a vibration through, like wow. when we clap. Yep. 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 Gotcha. Um, so there's that. Um, you can do incense, you can do sage, you can do the full moon. Um, you can do like fire rituals as well, where you write down on a piece of paper what you want for that item and just burn the paper, um, which is one of those things that sometimes people will do if they don't actually have the object, but they've sent the object or the object has been lost. You can release. Um, so if you've oh, lost right. something, you yeah. can release your energy from that. That's a good one to know. Yeah. So, Yeah. That there's lots of lots of different things that you can do for clearing objects. Now, the other thing, or one of the other things that I want to talk about when it comes to Nicole's little yep. letter, yep. is coats specifically are hugs. So that's why I have like all of my grandma's knitted Aww. cardigans, but yep. they're they're hugs. You know, you've got to think about the person that you received it from wrapping their arms around you and blanketing you and coating you in their energy. There is um, an element to this energy that comes from her grandmother. Absolutely. She's spot on. However, what this is, is ancestral energy. And her grandfather is trying to get Nicole to honor her own grief. Now, grief I feel like Nicole would be able to process this um, quite easily because she's a clever girl, but I also think she protects um, herself from the deep grief that she needs to experience and is probably more, not associating, but allocating the grief to her grandmother rather than owning her own grief. There's that. But then there's also the element of her grandfather trying to let Nicole know because he knows from his spiritual realm that Nicole can sense this, that this is how he feels about leaving. Oh. Yeah. Wow. 
he 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 is suffering in leaving, you know, knowing that his wife is left behind and you know that everyone is left behind essentially. But this is his this is him. This wow. is him trying to get to her to process. So what I would like to see Nicole do is sit down and have a chat with her granddad. Um and ask for him to to show her to allow her to feel and for for her to she's got a lot less than what he's got because it's ancestral so mm-hmm. it's coming through a different yeah. way but she's the healer she's the one who's supposed to heal it all she's here to do it we most of us in this lifetime in our kind of age bracket are that's we're all here to to heal like ridiculous amounts of stuff if you're brave enough to do it so sitting down not wearing the coat but sitting down with the coat holding it um and really just having a chat to her grandfather about processing this grief and acknowledging it um and you know feeling all the feelings that she needs to feel just once and for all and to acknowledge it setting aside that date yeah to hug the hug to hug the hug and just you know allow it to move through her because this is a a golden one of those golden threads that I talk about that links a a person in spirit to a person still on earth and it's like there are still contracts here that can be fulfilled just because someone's passed away it doesn't mean that that's it we have to wait till we all come down again no you've got until both people pass away in order for the contract yeah yeah so there is a contract here that involves her grandfather her grandmother herself and probably a few other people in that um, and so it won't be callous though. It's not callous to take away that, that grief. And I understand what she's saying. Um, it will be, it, it's something that her grandmother doesn't understand. Like it would just be a burden almost to her that she wouldn't understand how to get rid of. And it's actually a beautiful thing to relieve someone of that. Of that. Amazing. Um, and then it'll allow the connection for her grandfather and to come through for her grandmother in a way that her grandmother will feel um, happy, not happy, but um, calm in the energy being around and maybe feel his presence a little bit more and be able to focus and lift her vibration up so that she can look back and maybe have a smile on her face when she thinks about him rather than the sad, low energy. So I have tapped in a little bit to the grandma um, and that's that. That's just what's going on there. Her energy is just too low. Um, and she does not want, she's not meant to be the one to heal this. Nicole is. Yeah. So when you wear that coat from then on, it should feel more like a hug, but it'll be a hug because of many things, but most primarily it'll be a hug from your grandfather to say thank you. Oh, that healing. That's that's it. That's what you were missing, Nicole. Yeah, that's what you're missing. So I would do that first and then I would do, if you still want to do a cleansing of the coat, then do a cleansing of the coat. Yeah. But you may not need to. No. More you of may a gratitude yeah. ceremony even to welcome it in and well, yeah whatever you want how cool would that be yeah whatever you want but I'm excited we for just that need date yeah <laughs> we just need to shift her grandfather's energy and he knows that she's got what it takes in order to allow him to do that sure. a lot of the time when spirits come through as a medium they will come through for the it's like i can tell when a spirit has spoken to a medium before because a lot of their stuff is done Um, but then sometimes a spirit will come through where they've not been able to validate some of the things to do with their passing or whatever. Um, and so this is one of those where he, he hasn't been able to 
to have any human that would it be able to acknowledge him and and recognize him, um, be able to help him process something, and this is all that is. Yep, it's it's time. Yeah, and she's the one. So cool, which You've is a beautiful gift. Yeah, she's got lots of gifts. That girl. Yeah, I think she has. Um, and it, you know, Nicole's also the one who. Um, was the student and the teacher had the son who had yeah. committed suicide. And again, it's exactly the same thing. If you look back at that, it's just another, she's just in that place to validate people who have crossed over, who have just got something to get through to people who don't, who, who aren't Nicole, who can't do what Nicole does. And it's a validation of something to do with their death or something to do with who they are and why they went. Yep. And so her grandfather's validation really is just that that it, it I really suffered leaving, you know, like it broke my heart to leave and I and it hurts. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's a measure of love, isn't it? It is. And it doesn't mean that he's not resting in peace. So I don't want anyone to think that if their relatives are not resting in peace, they're always resting in peace. But when we connect to as a medium, when we connect to the human part of them, which is what we're doing. It's the only way we could recognize them. When we connect to the human part, they drop in and they connect to their human selves. And that healing that hasn't Correct. Got the threads. Got and so when they're in their spirit and we're not connecting to their human self, then they're totally fine. They're, they're oblivious to it all. They're in a consciousness. They're not even aware of their human experience. Yep. It's us on this side that draw them back and... Yeah. Yeah. Provide that reminder because we remember. Yeah, and that's how we recognize them too because I could sit here and say a whole heap of things that you'd be like, no, 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 because that's their spiritual awareness. It's like, no, they definitely hadn't forgiven their mother for or their father for that. It's like, well, in their their human self hadn't, but their spiritual self did. So we have to meet them in the middle to convey their human experience that is relatable to the person in front of us. Yeah. It's a big lot of translation. Yeah, pretty much. So cool. So cool. So, yeah, if you have objects, there's some cool ways. If you've got clothes, just get some clothes. Yes. Huh, poet didn't know it. <laughs> um, and, yeah. Um, it's interesting, though, like I know for me I've looked into like haunted objects before. Yes. Uh, Because there's obviously a difference between an object that's carrying someone's energy um, to an object that is um, literally possessed. Wow. Yeah, and you cannot clear those. Wow. You can't clear possessed objects. That's cool. Yeah. That's why people collect them. Why? Uh, Because if you were to destroy it, you're giving the energy more energy. Really? Yeah. Just in trying to probably do what you think would be the best thing to do mm-hmm. <gasps> wow yeah interesting yeah so that's why people collect them and have like quite a large collection of them because it kind of keeps them safe and out of harm, circulation out of circulation mm-hmm. and out of more harm being done yeah um so they don't like being kept but unfortunately these days that's what people will do it's like locking a bad genie in its lamp forever Mm -hmm. and so if you live on a property or if you ever were to discover skulls um that's they're they're not possessed objects but they're not good omens 
to discover a... A human skull. Wow. Mm. Thanks. Bones, <laughs> not too bad. Skulls, uh-uh. Yikes and bikes. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Just as a little tidbit of information. Yeah, just, <laughs> you know, a random fact out there. <laughs> just don't dig. Just don't dig and you will never find them. <laughs> You'll never find skulls or gold or anything else. <laughs> or crystals. Or do dig, just in crystal areas. Yeah, and not in your yard, <laughs> not on your property. What you don't know doesn't hurt you. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Put the shutters on. Um, well, that did remind me of a little chat we've had a while ago about you visiting op shops and how you don't and how a place that you used to do some readings at locally had op shop furniture around the joint and you used to often see, you know. <laughs> yeah. They've Other since cleared those. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. People it was that a very full cafe. Yeah. <laughs> People that were not there having today's special. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's very common. Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot, especially if you walk into an op shop, there's a lot of stuff in there from deceased estates and, of course. and everywhere else. So that would be a very busy place for someone like yourself to visit. Yeah. And growing up, like we were like we we had no money when I was younger growing up and we would always go and get the next lounge from Vinny's. Yeah. Like I can't I don't know what else we got for Vinny's, but I know we would get the lounges because I remember them. Yeah. Um but it's like they were definitely other people's lounges from deceased estates or from people who's got other energy regardless of what it is. Yikes. And I kind of just grew up with that. Yeah. Of course Weird. you did. Of course I did. That would be the only one. It's like a part it's of training. 80s, man. Another training. Yeah, yeah, that's thing it. For you, just just always there. Just can't escape it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I will go into op shops. Um. But I kind of before I, I'll tell you what it is. I get a calling to go into one, or I won't go into one. Yes. Okay. Right. So it's always just I feel compelled almost to go in. Um. There's one up at um up I'm not gonna name names name names, but there's one further up the coast from us that I will go into that is fine and I've actually bought some things. There's some things in this room from there. Wow. Um first time hearing of this because I bloody love an op shop and I've never even bothered to ask you to come with me because I'm like, oh she won't want to go. I won't buy clothes. Yeah. I won't do that. But I will buy objects. Ooh, there you go. Um and then I've been to the one um that's near the shop that we go to when we get our crystals sometimes. Yes, yeah. I've been to the one in there. Yeah. That one's a hit and miss for me okay. depending on I think the energy of the people, not the objects. Wow. It's the people that yeah. vibe me out. Pull you back. Yeah. Ooh. But, yeah, op shops are fine. Yeah. Just you got to just if you bring an object home, just cleanse it. Yeah. Just clear it. Just just do it. I mean, it's, um, it is respectful of the energy of the people that owned it. Um, and only whatever is for your highest good will come with it. And that's okay because sometimes we're supposed to have it. Yep. And that's okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's a way better note to end this show on. Then skulls. <laughs> skull talk. I wasn't even going to say it again. You were. <laughs> well, when you watch things like Portals to Hell, you learn a lot about that kind of stuff. 
Good on you. Yep. It's been a while. Well, you can keep watching it. There's nothing wrong with you watching it. We actually have a lot of people asking to do an episode on Portals to Hell. They're quite intrigued. Excellent. All right. (laughs) I look forward to that. (laughs) That could be one of those ones where you're sick and it's just a me episode. (laughs) But then I'll feel like I'm missing out. (laughs) You can listen. Mm, Like everybody else. Ah. We'll see how we go. So boot camp. Yes. 27th, 28th of March, if you haven't signed up, do it now, like now, now, now. The link is in our bio on Instagram. You go there via my website, so tracydimick.com.au and go to book online, go to boot camps and sign up. It's It's 22 bucks, 22 bucks. Yeah, closes on the 19th of March. Okay, okay, so there's still a little bit of time. Still a little bit of time, but do it now because is it, it is capped because it is a Zoom. It's a virtual event. Okay. It's via Zoom, yes. and so I can only have a limited number of people on my Zoom. We have plenty of spaces left, but that's going to change week to week to week to week to week. Yes. Um, and it is two full days, so nine till four, Saturday and Sunday. Um, virtual, over Zoom, 22 bucks, get all a complete immersion of lots of tools to raise your vibe quickly and sustain a vibe. Um, you're going to be just jammed with information and it's just going to be coming at your left, right and center. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, and you'll, you can record it on your end and keep it and watch it back. Um, but it is so much fun. We've got people that have done the other two rounds coming back for a third, which I'm oh, so excited yay. about. Yeah, and um, it's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun. I can't wait, and it's on the full moon as well, so that's gonna be a really cool energy for people to really just gotta get motivated. In right, I'm gonna leave excuses behind. I'm gonna leave my bullshit stories behind. I'm gonna really take this and run with it. Um, and when you've spent two full days with me, <laughs> you're gonna need a Sunday night chill. So. <laughs> You will be very happy about it. Yeah, but there is um, a lot of high vibe energy and um, we have lots of fun. It's a supportive crew. It is. And there's a Facebook page group that um, is there that people are on um, and people post regularly enough and they go on there for advice and it's just like-minded place for people to go to. So if you're kind of stuck in your own little world and not many people to talk to, then that's a great place to go and throw things out. People ask all kinds of questions there, which is really cool to see. And sometimes I'll jump on and have my two cents or people will ask me a direct question. It's just direct access, which is really cool. Um, but um, also, you know, it's not wooey. It's it's typical me style kind of thing. It's not a fluffy, wooey kind of <laughs> weird, spiritual, witchy weekend. It's very, very pragmatic in, it, in itself. It's kind of like, nope, these are, these are the things that we're going to learn. This is why we're learning them. And this is what you need to do to learn them. Yeah, practical. Yeah, very practical tools um, that everybody loves. And even now, like the first one was back in September, I think. And um, even the people that I speak to from Boot Camp 1, they're still doing the things that they've learnt from there and still use the same terminology and the language. And It's sustainable. It's like life skills. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For a lot of them, it's just changed their path completely just from learning a few things here and there. Yeah. Yeah. So you will learn, like we spoke of earlier before, about raising your vibration and um, how everything vibrates. You will learn more about nutrition and those kinds of things. So that's all in there. Um, learn lots of different things. 
lots of different things. I don't want to give too much away, but lots of different things. It's good fun. And if you're, you know, at all intrigued or interested, look it up and it's not a massive investment to get so much out of. Oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Ridic. Give it a go. Look us up. Also, if you like our podcast and you haven't yet liked, rate, rated, subscribed, shared. shared, all of those things, do all those podcasty things that make us even more awesome. Pretty please. Yay. Pretty Love please. you. Love you. <laughs> Ciao. Bye. If you'd like to send us one of your ghost stories or if you have a question for me or for Laura, send us a Gmail at tospsychic at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at turnsout underscore she's psychic and over on Facebook at tospodcast.